the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League Round 25 in review. Um, Jeez, the last round of the regular season and what a round it was. What a year it's been for Rugby League. Um, Let's get started with your Round 25 in review. The Roosters versus the Raiders, 40-16. The Roosters won, honestly... In a side that had, was pretty much their last chance to get into the top eight. They really didn't want it, the Raiders. Um, really disappointing to see them lose this one. There was plenty of errors in the first half. Probably in the first five minutes. With obviously um, Valame not having his best game. Um, probably five knock-ons in, in just the first half. Which was really disappointing for him. Um, Trent... Robinson had become the first Roosters coach to to reach 150 wins for the club. So that's a great achievement for Trent Robinson. He obviously deserves it. Uh, he's such a great coach. He's one of the best coaches in the game. Um, Ikevalu, an eight-point try. He did score, um, but it wasn't eight points because the, the goal wasn't... The second goal wasn't converted. Um... But even still, Adam Kieran, what a player he is. He had a great game um, the other night. Um, we'll get into that later. We'll talk about the game first. Uh, the bunker was pretty much making up some some uh, a strange rule there. Uh, the Tedesco had made a cha- captain's challenge, and um, the the bunker let him do the challenge, but apparently it wasn't a, a no challenge offence. So why would you allow him to make the challenge if it's a no-challenge offence? They gave him back his challenge. I thought that was a really weird decision by the referee. Uh, There's been some weird decisions by referees. There's been some weird rules introduced into the game. It's really hard to keep up, in my opinion. Um, Angus uh, Angus Crichton is just such a weapon. Um... He ran for 178 metres. He, he's he's an f- absolute freak, Angus Crichton. Um, he, I, I definitely rate him. He was in my all-star um, lineup uh, on the Rugby League Guru uh, podcast that I did with him. Um, and rightfully so. He's just such a great player, uh, Angus Crichton. He's so underrated to the things that he does. He, he's just such a unit, um, and that's what makes him great. Takiyaho, 200... And 14 run meters, 68 post contact meters, and 25 tackles. What a game from him! Uh, Val- yeah, as I said, Valame dropped the ball about five times, um, and that was just in the first half. I think he made a few more errors. It wasn't his best game. Um, you would really think that um, the Raiders would have stepped up for this one. Uh, it was yeah, they just really didn't want the top eight to be honest. I don't think they were ready for it either. Uh, and the Roosters just obliterated them. Um, Adam Kieran, 102 run metres and three tries. in oh, 102 metres and three tries in seven runs. He only took seven runs the whole game and ran for 102 metres. I mean, just imagine if he took a few more runs. He would have been absolutely 
uh, unstoppable. He would have scored way more than three tries, in my opinion. He's such a great player, Adam Kieran, and he's a great pickup for the Roosters. I think he's got to be in their starting side somewhere, whether he stays at center or he moves into the 5-8 role next year. Um, he's definitely got to be in that starting side. He has such a great impact for the Sydney Roosters. Drew Hutchinson also had a great night with 378 kick meters. He ran into the line a lot more. He was just absolutely influential for the Roosters. He really set the tone. He really gave a great impact. And him running into the line um, helped the Roosters score most of their tries. So Drew Hutchinson, what a game. And I think he's so underrated, just the little things he does, Drew Hutchinson. Uh, Drew Hutchinson. Uh, he's just such a great player, and he's really stepped up this year for the Roosters with all of their injuries. Egan Butcher, 43 tackles, 97 run meters, 5 tackle breaks, and a 93.5% tackle efficiency. Now, geez, we wouldn't even be talking about this guy if none of the Roosters players had been injured, but he's coming to a topic of discussion. He's such a great player, Egan Butcher. He just rips in, and he, and he doesn't take a backwards step. And it's gone to the point where Matty Johns has said that he should be in the expansion side, and I totally agree with that. And as I said, we wouldn't even be talking about this guy had the Roosters been fit and healthy, but that just wasn't the case. And, and lucky for most of their reserves, because now they've all had a taste of first grade, and come when other more players from the Roosters get injuries, I hope not, but if they do have heaps of more injuries... The guys that are going to be in reserve grade have already got a taste of rugby league uh, and and first grade, and they'll be just so much more experienced and a lot more eased in than, for example, if they were making their debuts, which is actually a good thing. Josh Hodson, 47 tackles. He had a great effort for the Raiders, but it just wasn't enough um, for them. Uh, what a player is Josh Hodson, though. He, If he does end up leaving the Raiders, he needs to go to a club like the Broncos, who will appreciate him. Uh, I'm not saying he's not appreciated at the Raiders. I think that he's just such a great player. And, um, yeah, ever since they've put him in, at this roaming lock role, um, when either Tom Starling or Havili comes on, he's just so impactful. He almost plays like a third half, and, and he's such a smart footballer, like... I'm, I'm surprised they don't actually put him in the halves, to be honest. He's actually a really uh, smart footballer. Um, and he looks great at that roaming lock roll, in my opinion. James Tedesco, 240 run metres, 51 post-contact metres. What a player, James Tedesco. He definitely has to be one of the best players in the game. I think from this weekend, I, I definitely have to say that Tom Trevojevic is the best player in the game. I don't think anyone can argue with that after the performance we saw from him on the weekend, but I'll get to that one in a second. Roosters on top, and Raiders looked as if they didn't want it bad enough, and I've said that before. Roosters just put on a show um, and really made the Raiders um, look bad. And Well, now their season's over. Raiders are officially out um, of the top eight, and that's really disappointing. Moving on to the Sharks versus the Storm, 28-16. to The Storm won that one. Sharks really did turn up. On They were really on point um, on the, in that game. They really started off that game well. Um, their forwards were just right into the Melbourne Storm, uh, and it was a great game uh, from the Sharks. It's a quite an even contest. 
particularly in the first half. I feel like with the Melbourne Storm and the Penrith Panthers, they're famous for turning it on late. They probably wait until 20 minutes before halftime or even straight away into the second half just to really turn it on and start putting on points. And I, th- I think I said it in another podcast, to beat the teams like the Melbourne Storm, you really need to put points on early. I think that's the way to do it. Uh, Melbourne pretty much turned it on later in the game. Pappenhausen ran for 229 metres and scored three tries. What an effort from Pappenhausen. He's really, he's definitely back. Um, I feel like the last few weeks he was quite timid and and he didn't want to take the line on. He was sort of edging back when running into tackles. But yeah, no, he's he's not like that anymore. He's definitely back Um, and just in time, really, just in time for the finals. Jerome Hughes, 24 tackles, 109 metres. Great effort from Jerome Hughes. He's such a great player. Obviously, uh, used to be a fullback. He's sort of been moulded into this halfback, and now he's one of the best halfbacks in the game. Um, and rightfully so. I mean, Craig Bellamy, what a coach. What a man is Craig Bellamy, and what a player is Jerome Hughes. Harry Grant, 169 metres and a great game from him. I think he was absolutely influential on this side. Um, even there was one set where he took a scoot and there was nothing happening. We all, all he had to do was run to the other side and there was a huge gap. Ran straight through it. He's really quick, the little fella. And all he had to do was pass it. And I think it was Pappenhausen who scored. Um, but Harry Grant, what a player he is. He's definitely one of the best hookers in the game. 170 metres for Connor Tracy. And geez, what a player, Connor Tracy. I mean, he's a half and he's been shifted onto an edge on the wings in the, in the centres. And he's really turned up and he's really um, put an effort in uh, in those positions. He definitely needs to be somewhere in the side too for the Sharks um, come next year. Either in the centres or in the halves, depending on how the Sharks go. I reckon the halves for the Sharks will be... Trindle and Hines, in my opinion. I actually don't think Hines is good in the halves. I think he's better at fullback. But they've obviously got Will, Will Kennedy, so if, if Hines is in the side, he's probably going to be um, that number six, uh, in my opinion. Uh, and the Melbourne Storm are your 2021 minor premiers. So there you go. Um, I, I think it was pretty expected that the Storm were going to get this one. Uh, I wouldn't think it'd be anyone else, but congratulations to the Storm. Uh, it's a great effort from them. Moving on to the game of the week, the Eels and the Panthers. Param- oh, sorry, yeah, the Eels and the Panthers. Parramatta really turned up, even without their entire spine. I think that, um, geez, Parramatta really turned it on. And if you can just imagine that um, when when uh, the full side for Parramatta does come back next week. Geez, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And I wouldn't underestimate the Parramatta Eels. I think if they're to cause an upset, upset, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, the Panthers looked in shambles, basically, in, in the first 20 minutes. Um, Parramatta applied pressure throughout, with, per- with Penrith showing tiny signs, which had the lead to, t- leave, lead to tries. Um, I can't read today. Uh, but... Jeez, um, Parramatta were just on top that game. And I think the little sparks that um, Penrith showed got them tries. I think Eels did well to shut them down most times. Um, but yeah, Panthers, what a team they are. I mean, 
when you've got a team uh, with all players who have grown up with each other, I mean, it's pretty hard to stop that. Uh, and I think that the Panthers will go far in this competition, even to a grand final. Uh, the Panthers turned it on with 30 minutes to go. That's probably where they scored most of their tries. Um, yeah, Brian Toto, uh, what a player he is. It was his first ever hat-trick, which is kind of unbelievable. Um, the score was 40-6, to six, but Panthers did score all their tries quite late in that one. Um, yeah, as I said, they only started... Um, turning on with about 30 minutes to go. Uh, he, Brian Toto, still speaking on Brian Toto, first ever hat-trick, 10 tackle breaks and 243 metres. What an effort from him. It's his second week back from a syndesmosis injury. In his first week back, he ran for, for nearly 300 metres. Um, so that's a great effort from Brian Toto. He's really a player of the future. Um, and especially after a syndesmosis injury, that's just a fantastic effort. Uh, I don't think you could expect any more from him. Jerome Luai, three try assists, four line break, and four line break assists. Uh, that's a great effort um, from Jerome Luai. Uh, what a player is he is. He, uh, I feel like he gets a bit underrated with Cleary there. You don't really notice him. Um, but yeah, geez, Jerome Luai, uh, what a player. Uh, Api Korosau, 54 tackles. That's a great effort from him as well. Cleary, one try, one try assists, 603 kicking meters and 108 run meters. I mean, geez, when we're talking about Nathan Cleary, those stats, <laughs> they don't even sound anything nearly to what we see out there from him. Uh, he just does the little things right and the big things right. And, he, and yeah, geez, what a player Nathan Cleary is. Um... I've just after watching this weekend, I'd have to say Tom Trojevich, as I said, is the best player in the game, but Cleary is definitely close second. Moving on to the Broncos and the Knights. The Broncos really turned it on. I tipped the Broncos to win this one. Personally, I think that the Broncos just needed to finish their season strong, especially with someone like Alex Glenn retiring. He's been so influential to the Broncos. He's been such a great guy uh, and a great player for the Broncos. Uh, I think that uh, he's had a fantastic impact um, to that club. Um, Anthony Milford was finding uh, finding some form late in the season with a great performance from his last game for the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, wow. Anthony Milford, I mean, he's really found his form late in the season. Um He's just such a great player, Anthony Milford. I mean, one try, three line breaks, 234 metres. I mean, at the start of the year, if, if you told me that Anthony Milford was going to play really well and have a really good into his season, I probably would have laughed at you, to be honest. He's such a great player, Anthony Milford. Uh, Tessie New, one try, one try assist, three tackle breaks and 111 metres. Um, great effort from little Tessie New. Those little legs. It'd probably be hard to make that m- amount of meters. Um, <laughs> so good on Tessie New. Uh, and Selwyn Cobbo. Two try involvements. Uh, six tackles. And 179 meters. Great effort from Selwyn Cobbo being on that edge. He had uh, an awesome try, uh, which was an intercept. Um Jeez, I didn't realise how fast he was. He's sort of like a Greg Inglis. I'm not comparing him to Greg Inglis, but he's sort of plays like a Greg Inglis. Um, 
and yeah, he's strong and he's fast. And, and oh, I mean, they need to look after him for the Broncos. And he needs to be in the side more often. Moving on to the Cowboys versus the Manly Seagulls. A first half momentum. Uh, the first half momentum shifts heaps, meaning an even contest. Bucks. For example, the Cowboys would have a bit of momentum and they'd look really good and then Manly would get the momentum back and it was sort of back and forth in that first half. Garrick is now officially now officially holds the record for the most points in an in, from an individual in regular in a regular season. He has passed Hazem El Masri's 288. That is unbelievable. Um Ruben Garrick, I mean, he's he's probably the player you wouldn't really notice in that manly side. Obviously, with the likes of Tom Trevojevic, Jack Trevojevic, uh, Cherry Evans, Ruben Garrick. He's sort of sort of one of those players you wouldn't really notice in that side. But, um, yeah, wow, Ruben Garrick. Uh, I feel like he's so underrated. Um, and just breaking that record would really put him in the, um, in the light, really, um, in, for the fans and... Uh, he's, he wouldn't be underrated anymore. I think he's just such a great player, Ruben Garrick. I, I really like him. I like his game. Um, and a great goal kicker as well, evidently. Um, Tom Trevojevic ran 180 metres in the first half. So if we go back to Tessie New, Tessie New ran 111 metres in the whole game. When you've got Tom Trevojevic here, who's run 180 in the first half, that is just freakish um yeah he was basically involved in every single play uh that was initiated by the manly seagulls and he's been fantastic cowboys looked half a chance they they really did um they were in the light for a bit the the cowboys and they actually looked like they were going to come back yeah to be honest the game score was 46 to 18, but that was only because of a couple of late tries that the Manly Seagulls scored. The Cowboys really looked in it, uh, to be honest. Uh, North Queensland had a big tackling uh, set with 18 minutes to go. Um, Carl Phelps one of the biggest shots I've ever seen by a winger uh, on one of their forwards. I mean, it was such a great effort from the North Queensland Cowboys. I mean, not they were trying to get one win before season's end and geez uh, they really uh, gave it a good old crack and uh, I just think so differently of North Queensland now I think they're a great side Uh, Tom Trevojevic breaks nine tackles in one run Um, he basically palmed off about nine guys um, and dragged one of the forwards with him to the try line. I mean, what strength does he have? I mean, you think back to Origin even. The first run, uh, he got the ball and he ran straight at Tino for Sula Maliawi and he just fell straight off him, um, Tino. Um, so you don't, you know the strength that Tom Trevojevic has. He's probably the best player in the game. Uh, you know what? He is the best player in the game. And I don't think I'm going to be changing my mind anytime soon. Uh... Yeah, so Garrick has got 300 points in the season. I think he actually had 304, I think, or something like that. So, great job, Garrick. Um, so, let's go through some stats. Tom Trevojevic, 302 metres, three tries, 54 post-contact metres, and two try assists. I mean, he should get assist, like, try 
uh, if you looked at try involvements, uh, you'd have to count every single try that the Manly Seagulls scored. He was in everything, Tom Travojevic, and that's what's so great about him. That's what makes him such an awesome player. Um, and I can't wait to see him in the finals and, and going into next year. Garrick himself got 201 metres. I think the two main players out of that game were obviously Tom Travojevic and Ruben Garrick. Uh, they both had great performances. Cherry Evans, 135 metres. But to be honest, I think he got half of that from that last second try that Tom Travojevic scored. Um, yeah, I could talk about Tom Travojevic all day, but I'll spare you. Um, Jake Travojevic got two tries and 104 metres. Um, Jake Trevojevic, he, he does so, he does all the little things right. He does Tom uh, Jake Trevojevic, um, and yeah, he's probably he's probably not talked about that much, especially because of his brother. But yeah, Jake Trevojevic, we see he's such a great player, and he and you know why he gets picked for Origin. He's fantastic. Um, moving on to the South versus St George, I honestly thought that we were going to get beaten by St George with the with the side we had. Um, we had basically all of our main players out. The only main player that was in there was Benji Marshall, and he only basically carried the side. It was amazing. Lachlan Ilias scored a try in the first 10 minutes, I think it was. It was a great effort by South, and it was really disappointing to see the St. George Illawarra Dragons lose. Personally, I would have loved to see the St. George Illawarra Dragons get a win um, before the end of the season, but it's really disappointing that they didn't, to be honest. Benji Marshall has the responsibility of taking the Rabbitohs for the win tonight. Well, not tonight. Uh, last night. Um, that's just the notes I've got. Yeah, Benji Marshall, he, he had a huge responsibility and he, and he really handled it well. I think he kicked a 40-20 in the first 20 minutes of the game, uh, which is pretty awesome. Benji Marshall, I hope he sticks around for another year. Um, he's just such a great player. Great start from South in defence and attack. Our defence was sublime against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I mean, uh, even Jack Bird was breaking some tackles, but we sort of kept them um, pretty much contained, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, and I think that made them lose a bit of confidence. Great start from... Yeah, oh, sorry, I said that. Uh, Benji, great kicking game. Yeah, as I said, he kicked the 40-20. I think it was in the first 20 minutes of the game. Um, and his kicking game after that was sublime. I think he only had one missed kick where he kicked it straight to a defender. But other than that, his kicking game was absolutely sublime. Uh, South were on top with a basically a reserve grade side. Lachlan Ilias looking really good. Um... I mean, geez, if he, if he gets put at halfback to replace Adam Reynolds, I'd, I'd be happy with that. He's, he had a great game last night, and he looks really good. Um, he runs the ball a bit more. He's a much bigger body than Adam Reynolds, and I think that would go really well with Cody Walker, considering they're both... Um, considering Cody and Adam are really small bodies. I think giving Cody a bigger body at a halfback, especially with the kicking game that Ilias has got and the running game he's got, I think that would suit the the Rabbitohs really well. Um, Campbell Graham got a double in the first half. He ended up scoring two tries. He had 23 tackles and three tackle breaks. What a great game from Campbell Graham. Braden Burns also had an absolute blinder. I mean, I didn't rate Braden Burns until I watched this game. He had a couple of shockers for South um, a few weeks before, but uh, he really turned it on. He really stood out, really. Um... Uh, 
last night against the St. George Laura Dragons. He got four tackle breaks, two offloads, 17 runs, and 219 metres. A great effort from Braden Burns. Mark Nichols, the GOAT, uh, is going to apparently is going to re-sign shortly. I heard that from the Rugby League Guru podcast, uh, which is a great, um, great signing for South. They do re-sign him. He's quite solid, uh, Mark Nichols. Um, he doesn't take a backward step. Uh, yeah, and he's just such a great player. Last night, he got 32 tackles, 70 post-contact metres, 16 hit-ups, and 164 metres. Great effort from the GOAT. Uh, standing up as captain of the Rabbitohs. Uh, even feels weird saying that now. Um, but, yeah, Mike Nichols, what a player. Going to the Titans and the Warriors, an absolute blowout. Uh, and I wasn't expecting this. I actually thought that the Warriors were going to win. Um, so, uh, it was the score was 44 to nil. The Titans did win that one. It, it, was, uh, it was just an absolute blowout. I mean... The Titans had a lot to play for as well. Uh, um, obviously, with finals contend- contention, they only had to score 12 points. And they ended up putting 44 on the Warriors. I mean, disappointing for the Warriors. I mean, oh, the Warriors are, are, are a great side, and I really have a soft spot for the Warriors. Um, but yeah, the Titans were the better team in the end. Let's go through some stats. Jaden Campbell, two tries, one try assist, two line breaks, and six tackle breaks. Great effort from Jaden Campbell. Look, honestly, if Sam Walker wasn't around, he'd be getting Rookie of the Year, Jaden Campbell. I just don't think he's played enough games, and I think Sam Walker is such a, such a great player, and he's done so many great things for the Roosters. A few errors he could get out of his game. If he comes back a few kilos heavier... Sam Walker, oh, I just think he'd be a great player for the Roosters, and I reckon he'd definitely go well in the halves with Luke Keary. Um, personally, I'd prefer Drew Hutchinson there. I think Luke Keary is a small body, and he needs that big um, half with a great kicking game, and I think Drew Hutchinson would do really well there. Um, I rate Sam Walker. I just don't think that... Um, yeah, look, look, he's a great player, but I think in the end, I'd rather Drew Hutchinson there. Um... But that's just me. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of criticism for that. That's just my opinion. I think that um, Drew Hutchinson would be the better fit. Um, and he's been so underrated this season, Drew Hutchinson. Anyway, talking about the Titans and the Warriors still, uh, David Fafita also got two tries, two line breaks, two tackle breaks, and one offload. Great game from David Fafita. Um, yeah, he, he definitely needed to stand up. Um, in the game, and, and two tries really says that to me. I think that he's a great player, David Fafita. Uh, sometimes he, he's, he's quite known for going and missing sometimes in games, but, geez, when he's in the game, he's in the game. And, no, he's impossible to tackle. Um, Moika Fodawaka, uh, one try and 164 run metres. He's such a great player, and, I mean, he'd be great. He's going to be great for the Maroons. Uh, in the future for Origin. Um, for the Titans, he'll be great. I think he's just such a awesome forward. And you don't really see in the modern game forwards with a passing and running game. And he's just one of those guys. Uh, and he's so good for the Titans. So he's such a great player. And Brian Kelly, one try, two tackle breaks, one line break, and 215 run meters. Great effort from Brian Kelly. 
going on to the Tigers and the Bulldogs. I thought the Tigers were going to win this one. I thought that Madge was going to give them some light. I thought Madge was going to inspire them to win this game. Obviously not the case. Um, as they do go down, I think it was, yeah, it was 38 to nil. Um, that's really disappointing for the Tigers. I think that, I don't think that's really the way they wanted to end their season. Um, yeah, just really uh, unfortunate for the Tigers. Nick Meany, two tries, six tackle breaks, three line breaks and 184 metres. Aaron Shoup, uh, for this is all for Bulldogs, by the way. Uh, Aaron Shoup, uh, 85 post-contact metres, and that's just really... Um, that's unheard of for a centre. Uh, Aaron Shoup, he's definitely um, a great um, pick-up for the Bulldogs. Uh, I don't know if he's a junior or what, but he, he's been fantastic for them. Um, Jake Avarillo, I think he's really underrated this season. I think that uh, he's done great things for the Rabbitohs, obviously um, stepping into the halves. Um, he's a good centre. He's a good 5'8". He even went well at half back, in my opinion. I think people gave him a lot of criticism, saying that he was shit and stuff. Oh, I don't think he's shit at all. I think he's fantastic. Jake Avarillo, two tries, one try assist and seven tackle breaks. I mean, great effort from him. Uh, I think he's a great player. Jack Hetherington, one try and four, 140 metres. Great effort from the big front rower. Uh, and Josh Jackson, 153 metres. Old timer getting some uh, metres in. That's fantastic. Well, that's it for the round 25 in review. Just quickly, I'm going to go through the uh, draws for next week for round uh, for finals week one. Firstly, we've got the Storm and the Seagulls versing at 7.50 on Thursday. Let me just double check. Uh, Friday on the 10th of September, we've got the Storm and we've got the Manly Seagulls. Then on Saturday at 5.40pm, we've got the Roosters and the Titans. On that same day at 7.50pm, we've got the Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And then on Sunday, the 12th of September at 4.05pm, we've got the Eels and the Knights. Great draw from the finals. Can't wait to watch that one. That was your round 25 in review. Recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one.